Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 418. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about how to protect yourself from mail phishing and keep your correspondence safe because this is a crazy new theft that's going on. As computers are getting harder to crack, thieves are now pillaging mailboxes, according to CNBC.com. This is the latest kind of thievery, is phishing mail out of the mailbox and basically retrieving checks, retrieving social security numbers, and other things that thieves are now using in a very sophisticated manner to blank out the check and make it a totally blank check and write in whatever they wanna write on your check. So whether you're using checks through your automated banking or whether you're still writing checks, this is something you need to be aware of because even if you're receiving checks in the mail from certain people, maybe from renters or uh, refunds or other things that you get in the mail, this is something that you need to know because it's really on the rise and it's becoming a huge problem. So I'm gonna share this article with you and give you all the details and show you how to protect yourself. So the article says, It was around noon on April 12th. Josefina Gomez Pando, 83, dropped a check for $112 into a blue mailbox on a corner of the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Then she proceeded to her doctor's appointment. Her check would never make it to the mailman. That's because someone else, most likely using a sticky rat trap attached to the end of a string, fished her check right back out of the mailbox and then they wrote a new one for $3,500. I pay all my bills by mail, around 30 checks a month, said Pando, who owns three buildings in New York City. This never happened to me. Mail phishing is when people use tools to retrieve envelopes out of the blue mailboxes lining the streets, and it's on the rise, according to law enforcement officials. It's doubled over the last two years at least, said Lieutenant John Grimple, a spokesman for the New York City Police Department. There were 2,800 complaints of mail phishing filed across the five boroughs of New York in 2017 and 1,300 submitted so far this year, he said. Mail fishers are not unique to Manhattan, however. Mail is under siege in Texas, Florida, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Colorado, and California, among other states. It's coast to coast, Grimple said. The increase in mail phishing can be blamed in part on how the world is growing more complicated, said R. Sean McCleskey, a retired United States Secret Service agent who supervised an identity theft tax force for more than a decade. The more companies are hardening up their policies on their cybersecurity, 
criminals might say, I don't have the skill level to break into a computer now, but I sure as heck can go to the mailbox, McCleskey said. Even as more communications and payments play out on screens, nearly 150 billion pieces of mail were sent out in the United States in 2017. Two days after Pando left her check in the mailbox, she received a call from Citibank. They said they needed to talk with me, she said. She stopped by her nearest branch, where she was told she might have been a victim of fraud. When she saw the check, she was taken aback. It was very good writing, and it was very professional writing, Pando said, but the signature on the check was clearly not hers. Always when I make my signature, I make a line under my name, and this signature has been falsified because there's no line. The bank did not allow Pando's check to clear, thank goodness. At Citibank, we take check fraud very seriously and we maintain regular contact with local police as part of our aggressive strategy to combat all types of fraud, said Drew Benson, a spokesman for the company. Paul Benda, Senior Vice President of Risk Management Policy at the American Bankers Association, said it's seeing an uptick in mail phishing but that banks deploy sophisticated algorithms to detect such suspicious transactions. There's really a comprehensive system to stop this fraud, Benda said. Donna Harris, a spokeswoman for the New York Division of the United States Postal Inspection Service, the Postal Service's Law Enforcement Division, declined to comment on the dollar amount stolen each year through the mail. So how do these people break into the mailboxes? Unless your arm is plastic, you can't get your hand in the mailbox, said Grimple of the NYPD, adding that they usually send those rectangular sticky traps that people use to catch rodents down the mailbox slots with a string. They can pull up to 20 envelopes at a time this way, he said. Mail fishers have other techniques as well. I've seen more traps than I can tell you, said McCleskey. I've seen them roll up and put a chain around the mailbox and drag it down the street. While not all endeavors to steal mail are fruitful, every time you go fishing, Grimple said, you don't catch a fish. Plenty of times they are. The article also has a pie chart and it shows that 53% of theft is considered non-digital. So more than half the theft is not digital. 46% of theft is digital and 1% is both digital and non-digital. An example of both would be a case in which the perpetrator gets someone to reveal a password over the telephone and then uses the password on a website to access the firm's bank account information. And that comes to us from the University of Texas at Austin Center for Identity. The article goes on to say, criminals can get their hands on people's gift cards cash-filled birthday greetings, rent checks, money orders, credit cards, or documents with home addresses and social security numbers. You can basically build a profile of an individual from the information you gather in the mail, McCleskey said. And as was done to Pando, thieves can wash a person's check of ink with easy-to-buy chemicals. Then they have a blank check with which to do whatever they want. Mail theft is a federal crime and can land someone in prison for up to five years. The police have been trying to catch these thieves by hiding cameras near the blue boxes and staking them out in the middle of the night when the criminals most often go fishing. If they observe them sticking a glue trap down the mailbox, that's probable cause 
that they're not mailing a letter, said NYPD's Gimbel. The United States Postal Inspection Service is also on the case. We are investigating these crimes, and we will arrest these individuals and bring them to justice, Harris said. She said they're also replacing and retrofitting mailboxes to make them fishing resistant. Crime trends change, and you have to change with them to maintain your relevancy, Harris said. Since her bad experience, Pando hasn't been back to a mailbox. She doesn't even send letters to her family members in Spain anymore. This is a bad thing because many people depend on the mail, she said. So here are some ways to keep your mail safe. Deposit your mail before the last collection time, said Harris. This will prevent your mail from sitting in the mailbox overnight, she said, when mail fishers most often come out. And you can look on the mailbox for a list of the pickup times. McCleskey took it a step further. Take your mail and put it in the post office. And when I say the post office, I mean walk in and put it in, which is kind of a pain, but I've seen mail stolen directly out of the receptacles outside as well. Consider requesting a number for your mail and following it, he added. I would highly recommend tracking your mail right now, he said. The New York City Police Department recommends using a pen with pigmented or permanent ink to write checks out as it's harder to wash away. You also want to check your account balance frequently to make sure your checks were cleared by the establishments that you wrote them to, according to the NYPD. Contact your bank as soon as you realize something is amiss. Harris said people should also call the United States Postal Inspection Service at 877-876-2455 so it can investigate. If they see someone committing a crime against the blue box, call 911 immediately, said Harris. End of article. Well, wasn't that interesting? It's kind of low-tech crime is back, and I know many of us don't really use checks anymore, but there are times when checks are still used and you still receive checks. And it's important to be aware that these issues are going on with postal boxes. I think the article also made a really good point to make sure and check that you're on your bank statement, the place that you've written your check to is the one that's cashing your check. So. I want you to be really aware of reviewing your monthly bank statement, just looking over things very closely at the end of the month. I know sometimes people are a little bit lax with that because we don't have to balance checkbooks anymore. We don't, you know, we're kind of just into a false sense of security that, oh, everything's right, everything's accurate. But you really do need to double check and just review your bank statement and make sure everything's correct on there because you never know. There are crazy different scams and schemes that people have these days of uh, trying to redirect checks or forge checks and all kinds of things are happening. So you wanna be very aware of that. Just review your bank statement and just be really aware. That's the best thing with your money is just pay attention, be on top of things. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, please hit the subscribe button and you'll be updated as soon as new podcasts are available. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. 
Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.